Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is like the best double deuce ever because it's the one that we're in right now in this moment, like a fly in amber. This is our double deuce together right now. The one you're listening to right now is always the best one because it's here for you right now. Exactly. It's like a little tickle in your ear from us. Sure. Some of those other ones were great, but where are they now? Not currently playing in your ears. The nope, ones of the future, just who this knows one. how good those are going to be. Well, great, once you get to them, but for now, they're keeping their distance because of our I'm stupid just saying, linear understanding of time. We're, we're going to have a very special episode today because we're going to learn about living in the moment. Today is all about living in the moment. It's a it's a session about not not taking things for granted and um, and being in the present, in the now. So I want to thank you for being with us in the now. And don't you dare fucking turn this episode off because there's going to be it's going to be packed with salient, relevant and usable information about being in the moment. Yeah. How do you stay in the moment, Nelson? You know, I I generally like what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll get on the dark webs and I'll pay like multiple people at a time to assassinate me and so i gotta always keep on my toes so i don't get assassinated it's kind of like how inspector clouseau would have kato attack him we would come into the apartment even if he didn't want him to because he was in the middle of stuff but that's the best time to to make sure that your 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 senses and your abilities are sharp how many assassins would you say that you've you've hired on the dark web I mean, I don't really keep a count because, you know, that's what bank statements are for. Wait, you you use your bank account, your your normal you bank account when you're doing no, transactions no. On, the, on the dark web? I, I use my my <laughs> offshore accounts for that kind of thing. Oh, your offshore accounts. They still, offshore they still accounts. provide me with a bank statement, you know. I have a feeling, Nelson, we're going to be trying to put together the pieces of well, your me. financial history after you're gone for years and years and years. It's going to be a complicated web of lies and deceit. Yep. It's a pretty complicated web that of, of you know, uh, front companies and, and, uh, and, and, and different holdings that I, that I filter this money through to then use it on the dark web. You know, that's really actually not a bad little business model there. Like, I will attack you when you're least expecting it. So you'll be in the moment. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like. Maybe that's something that one of our one of our our listeners could do for a living. Yeah. If you need a money idea, yeah, make it you know non lethal, but still like you're gonna get punched some at least. So you know, yeah, like practice practice. Well, not like the Clouseau and Cato model where like he wasn't attacking him generally with weapons. Although I feel like sometimes he'd bring it in. Like we we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll have yeah. a there's a sliding scale of like. A one is an inconvenience to like a, a 10 is at least knife play. Do you remember when we wrote that commercial called snore, right? About the, the snore. Uh, it, it was a cure for snoring. That was a, a guy with a chainsaw who would, yes. who would just kill you. And it was Matt Gauss. And he, he, he wrote, he tattooed snore, right on, on his chest. Mm-hmm. 
That's our that's our lawyer at Spicy Beef Gauss. Yep, he's got a lot of tattoos from shows. So if you need a we'd lawyer, like, we could also... just draw a marker, man, and he'd be like, "No, that's inauthentic." Yeah, yeah, no, he 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 took it seriously, and I guess what I'm saying is, if you need a lawyer that's also like not afraid to tattoo snore right on his chest and attack people with a chainsaw, uh, at Spicy Beef Gauss. Yep, he'll cover a lot of bases for you. Even ones that you didn't think you would ever need. He already thought ahead of them, and he's got them covered. So there's an elephant in the room, and its name is my dead friend, Aaron Randall. And I, I want to just kind of talk about it for a second because I'm a little sad today. So we're going to have my dead friend, Aaron Randall, corner. And, um, you know, I've had a few friends pass on recently, quite a few, actually. People my own age, which is horrible. It's definitely been a cluster of, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, I've I've kind of ended up like breaking the news online because I found out about it pretty quickly and just kind of mentioned it. And mm -hmm. then I get people asking me like, "Well, how'd they die?" And I have to say, like, if if I could impart one 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 plea to the general populace that I intend to do myself because I am guilty of this too. Like, don't don't immediately go to how did they die? Because the, the person that you're talking to is trying to process their own mm -hmm. grief and they don't want to sit there and retype out the story of of how that person died. I mean, I know we want to know because we want to compare ourselves. Like, am I having the same thing? Like, like, you know, somebody said, like, oh, he died of having, um, uh, you know, like like a sometimes numb mouth that he didn't know if it was because of his Invisalign or maybe some beard oil got in there or maybe it was a fatal cancer. That's what he died of. Then I, would I think panic, too, right? for, for some people who are less hypochondriac, like sometimes it's like, a, was it sudden? Was it like a long illness? Was it, uh, you know, is this? Yeah. I feel like I mean, it's natural to, to be curious, but at the same time, yeah, I feel like maybe take a look at like one, like look in the comments already and see if you've already answered this question. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, that's, the, like that's step 18. one. And I'd say step two, if it if it hasn't been done, maybe even think about first asking around to some of the other people that are like, you know, present in the comments and the and the uh, the the reactions uh, just to see if you can ask somebody else first. Who might be who might know as I'm opposed gonna, to barraging the, the the one person like i'd say especially right. like if it's not in the if it's not in the post then maybe they don't know it or yeah maybe it's yeah. not I'm, their place i'm, to I'm just gonna or, it's just something i'm putting out there and something i'm gonna mm -hmm. try to do myself because i found it a little bit um difficult to try to you know kind of process things and at the same time i'm getting like 15 emails like well what happened how did this happen and it's like mm -hmm. well you know by the end i'm like i didn't fucking do it figure it out yeah, uh, which is not a positive reaction, and I, I no. understand that I was being a little bit of a dick there, but you know, I'm just sort of charting this journey of of you know where I went emotionally in the hopes that it can help you and and help our listeners and you know even help our lawyer, Spicy Beef Gauss. Yep, the tattooed lawyer, and also like Aaron Randall, like you know, feel like he was one of those dudes that. Like, I thought he was going to die in a really fantastic and loud sort of way, like like trying to light Roman candles from his ass or something. So, you know, it's like I don't want to really talk about what actually happened because it's nowhere near 
as fitting a, a death as he deserved. So there's that part too. Yeah. Although some might argue that like a, a, a fire, an anal fireworks accident isn't maybe the most noble way either, but, but it is at least full of color and character. I mean, I don't know a lot of people who passed away in anal firework accidents, like not enough to really You're certainly much less of a statistic in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just, just like a firework like... mishaps, but that's, those are one of the ones that they cite like specifically as like an extreme example of a firework mishap. Yeah. But it's like, like, like the Vikings and all the Viking movies, they're, they're like, they're like, I want to die in battle with my axe in my hand, Sven, not in a hospital room from kidney failure. That's what they say in those Viking movies. And then, then they kick the weapon out of their hand, which is a dick move because then the Viking doesn't go to Valhalla. And I know they're not called Vikings, but fucking let, let it go. Let it go. They colloquially they're called Vikings. And yes, technically it's going a Viking and they're Norse, but I don't I don't want to quibble that with you right they're now. They're not all Norse. You. you know, there's there's crossover. Like it's it's an easy identifier. Is it is I mean it's not is is it meant to be offensive to refer to them as Vikings or just reductive or it's just one of those things that like uh history major nerds like to well mm. well actually technically it was going a Viking. It's a verb, not a not a noun. And it's like, first of all, shut up. Second of all, take that Roman candle out of your ass. This is not gonna end well. And third of all, you know, maybe cut me some fucking slack, you know? I mean, I, I would I would answer to that that like uh the english language is is a constantly evolving thing and we are pretty famous for taking certain words that are one part of speech and moving them over into multiple parts of speech and i feel like referring to the people who go a viking as vikings is a pretty natural thing to do yeah yeah i think i think it's it's pretty pretty natural um i i agree uh I, we got a special guest star uh my my wife Jacqueline is here. What what is in the bathroom that you're looking at with a stink face? There's a dead frog in the bathroom with a lot of blood around it. Okay, I'm gonna get back to that. I gotta do my podcast now. Do you, do you need us to do a quick pause? Or... No, I mean it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Does it have a Roman candle in its butt? There'd probably be more okay. scorch marks. That's true. That's true. She's she's really I wish you could see this face that she's making because it's like it's like a, a bad cake face like oh, this is I don't want to look at this like this cake is bad. I mean, it's I certainly not gone. something that you're expecting to find in your bathroom, nor is it something pleasant to discover in your bathroom. And you don't, don't have a pet that would help also explain how I got all bloody there. That implies, that implies that it was like chilling and someone just stepped on it or something, maybe. Or, or that it's place. got some kind of horrible like blood disease and and yeah, and it just exsanguinated itself all over your bathroom floor and 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 you're in you're in a hot zone. I I feel like there I've I've had more frog incidents in this house than I've ever had in any other house before. Like there's a fucking basement full of frogs around here half the time. I don't know where they come from or how they get in, but uh, they they terrify Jack in the way that sometimes, like some people get terrified by snakes or some people get terrified by spiders. 
So I, I have to be the frog removal service, or there would just be like a bunch of dead frogs in very various states of decay yeah. in the basement. And and that's a responsibility I'm I'm willing to accept. I don't want the world to think that I'm, you know, like a lazy, lazy fucker. Um, you know, I, I do my share of frog fucking funerals, but uh where was I going with this? I, there's a frog, there's a dead frog in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm guessing you probably have the high volume of frogs because you're like right on the path they would take if they like went to the hospital and then were returning to like uh the golf courses and other kind of of uh of wetland areas uh just kind of to the west. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it it really is kind of a go through to the Double Tree Hotel, so if they were rocked mm-hmm. up for the weekend maybe catching oh, and, there, uh, and there's something. like uh there's like a little there's like a little pond in front of that, so you know Maybe they live yeah. there. And then if yeah. not, the golf course isn't too far away. There, There's that, well, little, I mean, there's that little creek behind uh, Gauss and Emily's old house, our lawyer's old house. I'm just, the blood is the part that it, it Again, me. That's, that's, that's like, the part yeah. that if it was just a frog that just had, had passed away because like cancer or something or old age, yeah. um, then, you know, that's one thing. But the blood, yeah, the blood, that, that wreck, that, that suggests foul play frankly or like i said you're in a you're in a frog hot zone right now yeah yeah but you're you're spot on about the not having a pet to really blame this on so it's like mm-hmm. what is happening but you know sometimes of course my mind goes with the hypochondriac thing that oh my god maybe i'm drinking to excess blacking out and like murdering frogs in the basement and i don't even remember again i feel it. like, like most likely like you didn't notice and it was stepped on and if you were drunk that would probably be even easier to do without noticing more than you probably like woke up in a blackout and like knifed a frog in the bathroom. Have just, you ever just, woken up in the bathroom? Like, and... You know, like probabilities, like the the yeah the the odds of of what what might have happened one way or the other. And I think right now the most likely thing is hot zone. Second is yeah. you were, you were blackout drunk and stepped on it and forgot or didn't even notice. Uh, third, you were blackout drunk and stabbed it. Um, yeah. Fourth, ghosts. Uh, and fifth, the boy did it. You haven't like hired any assassins over to my house who might have like just killed this frog as sort of a warning, have you? No, or maybe the frog was the assassin. Oh man! And maybe have, maybe, have you, maybe this- you did maybe you did kill it, but you like maybe you like snapped into some kind of subconscious hypnotic like uh training like in a in a born identity kind of a situation or something oh was that one the, the one with gina davis and and samuel L. jackson where she like forgot she was an assassin and had a family god damn what's that called? i think that was that was no gina for old men i think it was something like that it's a great movie don't get me wrong but i'm drawing a complete blank on the, i think it's a shane black movie if i remember right it was the long kiss good night. Is that the one? Yes, I think so. Although it might have been slightly different. I don't it know. Good, it might have been goodbye instead of good night. The long kiss goodbye. Yeah, because wasn't the long kiss good night a like a, a a noir thing? Yeah, that's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck, <laughs> I'm bad with names today. I'm bad with yeah. names. It's okay, man. I mean, I'm still processing my dead friend, and now this this murdered it's, it's like frog. The, I think the Long Kiss Goodnight is like the first book in the series of uh, a very famous like L.A. noir detective stories with the same detective. 
but I am drawing a fucking complete blank. Are you thinking? I was, I was Philip Marlowe. Is that who we're thinking yes. about? Like, yes, oh, yeah. that's the name of the detective. Yes, yeah, but I don't. But it's the name of the author that I'm completely Raymond Chandler. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I got your back, boo. Thank you. I'm having a bad yeah. name night. I got to keep track no, of no, no. assassins, and so you know, there's a lot going escaping. on. There's a lot going on, Nelson. Yeah. So it's Ollie's birthday on on Wednesday, and my so my in laws are coming into town on on Tuesday, and so I got to get rid of this frog before then because don't want them like seeing that kind of like swampy violence. Yeah, no, you don't want the in laws seeing your swamp violence. Nah, nah. I mean, if I, it, no matter what the situation was, a dead frog for the in laws is not a good look. I mean, that's not the first thing you want to greet them. Like you want a pie or, or maybe some flowers. You don't want a, a bloody frog. There's a sitting there on the floor. I mean. I hope so. Have you ever greeted your in-laws with a bloody frog on the floor? Let us know. Hashtag double deuce. How'd it go? Positive, dog. negative. Yeah. Give us the skinny. We want to know. The baby was it what was it the kind of you know resolution the baby bear would eat? Yeah. Straight yeah, down the go. middle. They were Please they were neither freaked out or happy. They just kind of took it in stride. I mean, I've got pretty Which resilient. Is probably still not like a great sign. Yeah, but it's hard to say, like, is it just because they don't expect anything of you and so it doesn't faze them or they're the kind of people who are who are common to swamp violence. And so when they see it from others, it, they don't bat an eye. They live in the town of Lebanon in Atlanta, outside of Atlanta, Georgia. So I think they they are pretty familiar with swamp violence. Um, yeah, like. Like it's it's a swampy area and and like you know statistically uh, the higher higher percentage of swamp violence going on down there maybe not quite as much yeah. in your Louisiana's your your Mississippi's but still mm. quite a bit yeah yeah so that's a thing that's happening listeners are you aware of the of the statistical probabilities of swamp violence affecting you you should look online at swampviolence.com and speak out about it go on to lfk for dummies and post about your fear of frogs invading your house and livelihood with their violence yep uh let, let people know talk about it loudly bring it up on next door yeah next door is a great sure the place people of next door are aware of the the risks of swamp violence in their localities and homes that's right that's right. I write your write your congressman, uh, Jake LaTurner, um, about swamp violence. Um, his uh, address is on the Internet. And, uh, you know, also write Chris Kobach. Get him to do something about all this swamp violence. Why is he so busy being awful about birth certificates when there's all this all these frogs running loose, causing damage? Mm-hmm. Get on it, Chris Kobach. I think if you pull He's voters a, that. I feel like swamp violence is going to be at least midway up there. You know that motherfucker's in the pocket of Big Kermit. Mm -hmm. He's in it with the frogs. I feel like that's some, like, people don't know, but Kermit is at the top of, of a massive criminal organization. 
you know, that was the premise of the second Muppet new Muppets movie. I mean, there was the great Muppet Caper, but I feel like that just got him hungry for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then this is actually, also, actually technically also like Return of the Jedi, you know, he has a crime lord eating frogs as a joke, and he's just that just rubbed him the wrong way too. And so he wanted to prove like how tough a frog can be. And so, um, and also Henson dies and like the Muppets maybe seem like a less profitable uh, thing. Like, you know, they kind of, there was just like the cartoon baby versions. Once again, he felt like kind of infantilizing of his, of his tough guy image. And so, yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're more like the, the places where swamp violence is heavy is where his, you know, people in the South know. I feel like we really learned a lot today. Yep. We learned we learned that the the South is filthy with swamp violence. The Bible Belt is used to hold up the pants of swamp violence, and and my my neighborhood too is a conduit for a special kind of swamp violence. Yeah, swamp through through violence. Yeah, you're you're you get a lot of drive by swamp violence where you are. There's a lot of them going from from one place to another. It's more destination swamp violence than just random swamp violence. Yeah. 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 Or they're maybe they're on their way back from Taco Bell. Yes, because if there's one thing frogs love more than violence, a little bit of the ultraviolence, it's a uh, fucking chalupa from Taco Bell. They're like, oh, got to nom me a chalupa and then knife a bitch is what the frogs say. So I've just you heard been it here. To take notes furiously. No, last time I was I feel bad like... with notes, and so I, I, I endeavored to be better with notes tonight. I'm I'm proud of you for recognizing the your your previous failings and then uh, trying to fail a little less the second time. Yes, I appreciate your appreciation. You know, we are we are getting to to the end of this thing, and I feel like we should probably double back. Aaron Randall for a second because we were speaking about him and then then we li- we we decided to live in the moment for a while just as we are yeah. preaching for you listeners but don't don't be afraid while you're living in the moment to double back to certain things that get to get to fall by the wayside as you're living in the moment sometimes, sometimes the moment is the where, moment. where you, you used to be as much as it is where you are yeah yeah exactly uh, anyway yeah but, but big big shout out to our friend Aaron Randall it's very very tragic that he passed. Uh, yeah, but, uh, he was. He was we hear guy. anything? I haven't, I hadn't seen him in way too long, and now that, yeah. that makes me even more just more sad that uh, it's been so long. My favorite memory of him was he did shots uh, all evening at uh, the engagement party for my first wife Lucy and I. Uh, he did shots with um, Lucy's dad. We we and, all got pretty drunk at that engagement party. Will yeah yeah. And and I think Jack was there too. So my current wife and my former father-in-law were doing chartreuse shots with with Randall, and th- and that was the kind of power that that guy had. He could bring together uh, disparate elements uh, under the guise of of drinking heavily. Yeah, I remember. Didn't he get his ear pierced, or his belly button pierced, or his nipple pierced at a party? I'm trying to remember. He was he got pierced both at a party. nipples, both nipples that's, that's at a it. party. That was it. Was it. Very, he was very drunk, and and yes. everybody sat around and watched it happen. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. He was he was a legend, and tonight he dines in Valhalla. 
Yeah, he does. No one's kicking the axe out of that guy's hand. Nope. Nope. Or the Roman candle out of his ass. Nope. Both of those for eternity will will stay ready, eternally ready, beside and within. Hire, hire me on the dark web. I'll I'll kill frogs and leave them in your enemies' houses. Yeah. Or you know, he'll he'll help you live in the moment by by stalking and attacking you at random. One of the two. again, like we can it's a sliding scale. It can be it can be fairly, you know, relatively nonviolent. Like he's still at least gonna slap you around a little bit. Otherwise, you're not gonna be living in the moment if it's just a mild inconvenience. No, you're at least gonna get a slap, and no one wants a slap. So you're gonna be like, is there a guy about to slap me? wherever you go. I just look it out for you. Then you'll have no regrets. None. You'll go you'll go to Valhalla regret free and and ready ready to dine with heroes and gods. And and maybe us. Maybe us too, depending on when you die and when we die. Yeah. Or not. I don't know how time works in Valhalla. Are all the warriors yeah. that ever go to Valhalla always in Valhalla? We need to put this on the list of questions we ask our lawyer. Yes. Or have you been to Valhalla? Is everybody there? Or how's it work? How's time work there? Let us know. Hashtag double deuce. I died and have been in Valhalla and I've got some information to bring back. Or just double deuce Valhalla if you wanna do it do it on the if you if you've got if you got a long story to tell and you don't wanna, you know. Yeah. Which you probably you know do. what works. But you probably do if you've been to Valhalla. You probably got a story to tell. Amen. As for us, we've already told our story. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. It's all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah! Yeah! Sorry, when you're like, wherever five podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes of Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.